0: Well, here we are. Welcome. This is Ross Gelseth, Winning Words, where we speak life to influence others. Today, you are going to listen to, if you choose to, but I invite you to listen to a conversation, a discussion, and some research that I've been doing regarding in a very important topic, not just for today, but for our country's future as well and quite likely more significant for the future than it is today the topic i've chosen today is college or career the pros and the cons college or career the pros and the cons so as we begin today's conversation I've been doing some research over the past of the last several years. And I want to start with giving you my background in education during the course of my lifetime. And from there, I want to share with you research that I've done, readings that I've done on this subject. Because here we are in 2022, and we as a country have been moving towards where we are now as a result of choices that people have made for the past several decades. And as a result, we have an economy that has employment opportunities and or not, depending on what field, what choices people make, varying salaries, varying work cultures, various advancement opportunities that come to people individually, which affects family, depending upon their preparation for these opportunities. And so here I am born 71 years ago and raised on a farm in North Dakota small town, rural America. And the education that was available to me beginning in 1956 when I enrolled in part-time kindergarten at that time and then the following year, first grade, was a K-12 education in a small community. The vast majority of people in our community graduated from high school some did not but those that did quite typically were staying close to home they were they had learned skills or were going to learn skills that were available in the community that we grew up in we learned from fathers mothers we learned from others in the community and in the 1950s coming out of World War II, many were reestablishing as 20-somethings that had just been through several years of World War II. And college education was not that prevalent. So that was my early years. Fast forward, I graduated from high school 1969, and by that time, there was an increased emphasis in going to college. There were 31 graduates in my high school senior class. And I can't give an exact number, but I would say maybe half aspired to go on to a four-year university or a two-year community college. So about 50% chose career slash skills as a way of making a livelihood in that same era then because more were going on to college there were obviously more college graduates i was one got a degree in education with an emphasis on business emphasis on physical education then spent most of my lifetime teaching, coaching, and becoming the head of a school. And during that time, that took us from 1969 when I went to college to 2019 when I transitioned out of the head of school role. So I've seen education's ebbs and flows for a long time because I've been a part of education. My livelihood has been earned through being an educator as well as a college football coach, which, true, too, is an educational effort. Now, let me give you some of the research that I've done that will help you understand the context of this pros and cons, college or career. In today's vernacular, we talk about college, university. Many schools have changed their title, their name to a university, even though they're still relatively the same type of school. Career has multiplied itself to include much more than it used to particularly with the advancement in technology and technology opportunities for employment. But there's pros and cons to both. Now, in 1800 in America, there were 25 colleges. By 1860, there were 241. So that was a sign- almost 10 times as many. So in 60 years, there were a significant number of colleges that were established. In 1862, in fact, the Morrill Land-Grant Act was passed through the federal legislative system, and it provided a land-grant university in each state of the Union a land-grant institution focused on teaching agriculture, mechanics, engineering, mathematics, and science emphasis. In the, 19, in the 1900s, studies showed that 5% of males attended college. Now think this thought. That might mean that in the 1900s, We're talking right in that beginning of the century. 90% of people were either not finishing high school or if they did, they were moving on to some type of a skill that became their job, that became their career, that provided for their families if they had. World War One decreased the number of students in universities because of the call to service. Same thing was true in World War II, decreased enrollment. But then post-World War II, college choice began to increase. Career choice, however, was still the larger of the two choices. Now, in the 1970s, just about the time that I was entering college, there was more and more conversation amongst high school students, amongst high school teachers, and about our and throughout our culture about the importance of college becoming increasingly popular projections that more professional positions were available which would give for longer long, longer employment opportunities professional career as compared to skill career potentially higher earning power so that resulted in an increased amount of college attendance in the 1980s liberal arts emphasis at colleges and universities increased itself significantly. I remember when I was coaching football at the University of Puget Sound, 1985 to 1993. The University of Puget Sound came out with several position statements, white papers, on the importance of students receiving a well-rounded, balanced education and not an education towards a career, but instead prepare for multiple opportunities that might come available. In the 1990s, high schools in America began to use the word college prep. So they were creating a curriculum within their school for students that knew they were going to go to a four-year university or college and their goal was to graduate from that school. Now, at that same time, enrollment continued to grow up and college enrollment by the 1990s was up 37% from where it was in the earlier stages of the 1970s. So college and university choice had gone up. And in 2000, that trend continued. In 2010, there came to be an increased amount of awareness that, wait a minute, we have a shortage of skill labor. We have a shortage of people that can help us build homes, help us create the plug-in where you plug your computer in as computers become increasingly important. Plumbers, engineering-related skills that had to do with construction, infrastructure, and Lots of careers still available in the career sector. And with that came the increase in technology that got ramped way up, and that created lots and lots of job opportunities, some of which were basically skill-related, not necessarily liberal arts-related, not necessarily four-year general education-related. They were specific to learning a skill. So that's a background on the growth of college and career in our country. Today, 2020, 2021, 2022, the time frame we're in right now, there's become an increasing amount of angst, so to speak, about the universities price gouging their students, uh, overly staffed with administrative people, all of which drive up costs. And at the same time, universities say they need help from federal government for helping uh, cover uh, financing of education for students as well as research funds that come in to help drive the university budgets high loans for students student debt has become an all-time high and so as we look at this we are in a dilemma so to speak as a country because we have promoted in the last 25 years college more than career But is, in fact, that catching up with us right now? I read an article in the Wall Street Journal last week. The title of the article, written by Larry Hogan, who's the governor of Maryland, his title to the article was, Is College Worth It? Not for Everyone? And his his writing really focuses on Is a four-year university degree better than a trade skill orientation, a trade skill education that can last a lifetime as well? And he has several articulate points. He suggests in his opening paragraph that one needs to study either choice, because there can be artificial value with a degree. It does not necessarily mean that it's the only key to the American dream. When it comes to considering college or university, one of the key considerations for a family of an 18-year-old and maybe it's their second, third, or third 18-year-old, is the cost. And obviously, we're in an era right now where some universities are becoming cost-prohibitive and some universities are struggling financially because they're not able to enroll a large enough percentage of students that can pay full fare. So they're depending upon partial tuition payments as compared to full. It's also per Larry Hogan, unfair and counterproductive to force hardworking men and women to pay off other people's college debts. So as students at universities turn to borrowing money, at some point in time, that money needs to be paid back. And who pays it back? Who's funding these loans that are being given out? The second point that Larry Hogan raises is the issue of what happens within a college environment or a career skills environment. And there's pros and cons to both. College, university life, highly relational, a pace over the course of four or five years, and learning a broad number of subjects but also on the con side, exposed to theory that university press, uh, professors sometimes espouse there really isn't the real world, but an ideal utopia, so to speak, that college students should expect. And when they come out of a college or university, they anticipate getting the very best job with the very best salary and benefits with the very minimal amount of work to it and with a big name company that's going to take, or a small company that's going to take care of them. Well, the reality is, not everybody's going to work at an Amazon, not everybody's going to be in a corner office, and not everyone's going to get a significant salary. In fact, one of the cons to choosing higher education can be, hey, I graduated from college. What job am I going to look for? Well, I don't really have any particular path that I studied, but I got a general education. But the general education doesn't necessarily meet the requirements for a particular job skill. So that student is going to take some position that they aren't really happy with, and it's going to be at a lesser salary, and they're finding themselves... God, I paid for four or five years of college or I bought money and now I'm making $40,000 a year. While on the flip side, we have skills and career-related people that are making, there's lots of jobs for, salaries are way up, wages are way up. The amount of work that's available is way up per employee, their skills related. And as a result, those people's livelihood is in fact arguably better from a salary standpoint and from a job security standpoint. The other point that uh, Mr. Hogan spoke to is that employers, don't necessarily need to require college degrees for jobs that don't need them. There are positions that almost every company has that don't need to be filled with a college graduate. He also speaks to the fact that the federal government should make Pell Grants, i.e., government subsidy money given to students, should expand that for short-term skills-based training as well, not only for four-year college degrees. Part of what Larry Hogan, Governor Hogan, is saying is that concern about a need for skill and career employees, for workers. So in that regard, there's pros and cons. Let me move now into my personal experience, because I'm part of the problem and I, I, I will profess that. When I say part of the problem, part of the balance we have now or lack of balance between the number of people that want professional, university, college educated type of positions compared to the skills and the career vocations that are available. Because... As I referenced, the 1990s high schools in America developed, late 80s as well, college prep schools. I was a part of that. We started Life Christian Academy, 1993. We did so, I did so, as a leader, with the mantra that we were going to become a college prep school, which we did, and... Four years after we started, we had graduated our first class that had gone all the way through our high school, from freshman through senior year. And I remember vividly, a large percentage of them enrolled in college. Not all, but a large, large percentage. And that continued for quite some time. But near the end of my time, 26 years at Life Christian Academy, I became increasingly aware of the career skills options for students and college education career skills education apprenticeships internships whatever you want to call the preparation for the workplace that really comes down to individuals have to make some choices In preparation for today, I visited with David Huff, who attended Life Christian Academy for his entire high school experience, graduated in 1999. He went through our college prep curriculum, participated in activities, athletics, graduated, attended a two-year community college. But during that attendance at a community college, he decided that book learning so to speak was not necessarily for him and to that point he had struggled in mathematics and he felt as though that he could he wanted to find something to do with his hands i.e a skill so he moved into a training program, five years, of learning to become an electrician. He served, he gave 8000 hours of internship slash apprenticeship, gained 10 years of experience, became a lead employee for a large electrical company, and he was experiencing life on the job. After realizing that he was going to put a lot into the job every day, he cared about the outcome every day. So he started to think, well, if I'm going to commit this much and I'm going to care this much, then why can't I do this on my own? So here's a career choice. Now that's leaning itself towards having his own company, which he has today. Three Bridges Electric, based in Tacoma. And David is the owner. He is the skills person. He hires people as he needs to. But he's moved from the choice of taking the career that provides a skill. He learned the skill. He crafted the skill. And in interviewing for this, he talked about the parable of the talents, where the teaching is that to one, talents were given and the the talents weren't used. To another, the talents were used sparingly. To the last, talents were used exponentially. In other words, the person who received the talents capitalized on them. And David felt like he had the talents to take the risk and God would bless it. And so there becomes a point in time where knowledge of a skill and with that skill, David Huff is being paid by people that have money, that have university degrees, but they're paying David Huff and his company to provide a skill for them at their business, at their home, and so on. So, my point of this conversation is this University choice or career skill choice. In either case, there's preparation for an outcome. What outcome do you want? What outcome do you want for your son or daughter if you're a parent in this timing, so to speak, and you've got that high school student that soon has to make a decision? I would offer to you, knowing that the majority of our Life Christian Academy graduates have gone on and graduated from college. Some are doctors, some are lawyers, some are educators, Some are businessmen. Some are deep in the technology world. Some are entrepreneurs. Some have skills and they have careers that have resulted from those skills. So I simply feed today from my own basket what I've learned and what I've observed. I would project to you that God can bless either or Both and. I think a key is people need to realize that college or career, there's going to be pros, positives to either. There's going to be cons. There's going to be concerns or negatives with either. But in either case, do the research. What is it that you feel or your son or daughter feels is best for them. In either case, I'm not professing, just go take a job. Instead, in either case, I'm saying prepare yourself just like our Life Krishna Academy graduates or public school graduates or other private school graduates. Prepare themselves by going to a university or by going to a career skill-related school of some type. Get the education, prepare yourself for the best possible outcome. Thank you for joining us on this conversation, college or career, pros and the cons. It's been my pleasure to share these insights with you. I simply try to provide from my life experience, information, education related, that's been my vocation for most of my lifetime. This is what I've learned, this is what I observe, this is what I read about, this is where I feel the world is headed. Will there always be a need for professionals? Yes. Will there always be a need for career skills? Yes. Are the two starting to balance themselves out? To some degree, yes. People that are plumbers are making six figures of money in a short period of time. People who are doctors aren't making as much as they used to make. However, there are university graduates who are doing very well, making six figures, enjoying life, having great outcomes, families, and so on. So you can have it either way with either choice. The key is make the right choice for you. This is Rochelle Seth signing off. Winning words. Thanks for being with us. God's very best to you.